0: time to talk travel and uh, we have Barry Warwick, our travel expert today. Barry, um, something we perhaps don't think about but really should be thinking more about are the sorts of things we can take onto aircraft and the sort of things we can't and restrictions which aren't always uniform across the board, are they?
1: No, that's right, Jane. And look, um, what Australia has is totally different to what another country might have so you do have to exercise some caution and for example in Australia on domestic flights there's no restriction on taking liquids into the cabin. As soon as you go on an international flight you're restricted to that 100 mil, uh, and you can't like if you've got a 200 mils piece of tooth, uh, tube of toothpaste you can't half empty it and say well that's 100 mil." it's just got to be that sort of container and you've also got to have it in uh, all your liquids must be in a plastic bag the one plastic bag which will also um, fit into Twenty by twenty by twenty by twenty mm. measurements. So that's eighty centimeters round the circumference of the container. So, uh, or, or the the plastic bag that is to show customs and immigration. Now, just recently, they've also added powder.
0: So powder counts as part of your allowance. Is there a restriction as, as on how many, how many tubes of um, hundred well, mils? Well,
1: well, well, there's no restriction as long as it fits into. That v- confi- that plastic bag. So, if you've got just too many hundred mils that will exceed that plastic bag, technically, you are not supposed to have more than one. So, one plastic bag. One plastic mm. bag. Mm.
0: And powder is now part of that too. Now,
1: powder is part of that, but it's not just that simple, Jane. Nothing's ever meant to be simple, is it? If it's an organic powder, there is no restriction. So, baby milk and things like that are fine. However, if it's an inor- in inorganic powder, for example, salt... Um, I would have thought talcum salt was, powder.
0: was organic. Uh, that's not organic. doesn't count no, as organic. No, it's actually a okay.
1: mineral. So... Right. Um, whereas Epsom salts... <laughs> are okay. Are okay. <laughs> so... Yes, it's it, it's it's just a little bit of a minefield, but with the the powders, with the inorganic um, powders, there there is a restriction on the size uh, or the amount that you can um, can actually take on. Now, this also includes sand, and I bet you're thinking. Sand, who would carry sand? <laughs> That's a, a fair question. <laughs> a fair question. But sometimes these things aren't necessarily, um, that, they're slightly hidden. For example, kids' toys may be filled with sand or something to, to give them weight. And this can be the powder, and therefore, technically, can't be allowed to be carried onto a plane.
0: Now we 're talking about inside
1: the cabin we 're talking about inside the cabin, so you can put these things in your check baggage, but you just can 't take them into or onto the cabin part of the aircraft so
0: that's interesting. now just a question about liquids if there's no restriction within Australia, can you take say a bottle of wine into your cabin baggage
1: you it's, can it 's in I glass.
0: Have and it's okay to do that even though
1: it's 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 yeah it's it's okay to do that excellent Uh, that's only domestically within Australia. only
0: domestically or
1: a jar of jam or Or a jar of jam yes Mm. um and and i have traveled and 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 done that but as soon as you go internationally it's a whole different ball game you know it they're very strict um even with water
0: even with water yeah okay Mm. i'm sure there are plenty more restrictions for us to talk about and barry um sharp objects we know things like scissors or needles or whatever aren't necessarily um, acceptable in taking onto an into the cabin of an aircraft
1: um no, but there's some exceptions to that rule, J- of course, <laughs> as well. Uh, for example, you can take on a pair of scissors as long as they're under six centimetres and as long as they're not sharp-pointed scissors. So that's uh, something you can take on um, knitting needles, but again, you've just got to be careful about whether they can be used or not um, as, a weapon, as yes. a weapon. Allen keys, for example... As long as they're under six centimetres, you can take them on. But if they're over that, no, that's a no-no. Pointed nail files, usually you will get away, but then it starts coming down to who's going through the security at the time. Cable ties is something that is a little bit unusual but you can't take cable ties on because they can actually be used to restrain people and you shouldn't... Um, shouldn't be allowed to do that. Uh, yeah. th- that's right, on a fly, even if the person is very annoying next to you. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> that never happens. Yeah. So,
1: uh, what about
0: batteries and things? Batteries, there are, the batteries or are,
1: or are another interesting thing. Now, particularly lithium batteries... Uh, Batteries must always travel in the cabin with you. The same with computers and uh, phones. You should never put those in your checked luggage.
0: They should go in your
1: cabin bag. They bags. should go in your cabin bag. Now, yeah. the theory behind that is that with um, lithium batteries, they can overheat, and it's rare, but they can overheat and they can set off an explosion, and particularly when the left in your luggage, particularly if they're loose, uh, they can come in contact with a metal object. And So lithium
0: batteries definitely in the cabin?
1: Definitely in the cabin right. with you. Mm. Mm. Unless you're going from the Middle East to the USA and then there's some issues there because at, at, uh, at some stage they decided that uh, computers shouldn't go in the... Uh, on, because they figured that that was a dangerous area, uh, they shouldn't go on the aircraft when they were flying to America. So so no computers if you're flying from the Middle <laughs> there, East? There was a ban introduced. I'm not sure where it's up to now. Uh, mm, OK. It's just one of those things that mm.
0: The,
1: the, mm. the authorities decided. So there's great controversy as to whether it's better to have lithium batteries in the cabin with you because at least if something happens the cabin staff can do something about it. And there was a recent incident on Ryanair where a battery started exploding and they, it, they evacuated the whole plane. It hadn't taken off at that stage. But at least it can be put out, the fire can be put out. where and in the hole. Yes,
0: they, they can't have do anything no, about no
1: it. no idea. And that's one of the reasons why it's really important that computers uh, be put in with your uh, uh, hand luggage. Also,
0: mm-hmm.
1: phones should never be taken on board an aircraft or computers where there's no charge left in the battery, because if they, if you're going through security and they want to turn it on just to check to see that everything is okay and there's no uh, nothing untoward happening, it has to be done. And if it's dead, then- it's going to be binned.
0: Right. Okay. So, if you value your electronic devices, make sure they're charged.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Now, other things that are, are a little bit, uh, or, or that you should be aware of is your medications. Now, some countries don't allow you to take in medications. So, if you've got, uh, we recently had a client that uh, had to take penadine fort. She was going to Japan and um We had to get a narcotics license for her for the Panadine Fort because if she'd been discovered with it on it would have been you know I'm not quite sure where it would have led but uh, at least with the the license it meant that her medication was okay and a doctor's certificate wasn't good enough you actually have to have that license so So,
0: is it it a good idea if you've got a list of medications to get a doctor's certificate detailing
1: that it is and you should have that and you should keep them in the original packets as well so that if someone's going or or if they are scrutinized they can see exactly what they're for and how how often they should be taken but sometimes uh, you need to go a little bit further if you're on heavy medication and you're traveling to countries the, you know where they require or where that medication is actually illegal, so
0: take a look at the hot deals in the travel marketplace at the moment barry warwick what's around
1: well jane there's lots of uh, interesting things around there's uh, the Canadian and uh, Rockies and USA programs have been released, and there are some great deals with airfares in conjunction with some of the tours where you see uh, the companion flies free on some of them. Excellent. Which is really good and it includes the taxes. Sometimes they used to add the taxes as a extra but that's included. Uh, there's also business class for under $6,000 uh, in conjunction with these tours or premium economy for under two seven. So again, great value if you, you just need to look around and shop around for those. Now, skiing is one of those things that's coming up in about six months time in the northern hemisphere and there are still some great deals to be had in the ski resorts now this is for accommodation only seven nights accommodation five days lift pass transfers in japan for example for under thirteen thirty, you can get um, accommodation that's per person on a twin share basis or or again, depending on the resort, that's a three-star resort. Uh, you can even get them for as little as nine, under nine thirty, mm-hmm. you know, as, as well. Mm. Where you've got this accommodation five-day lift pass, which is great value. I mean, you do have to add the airfare to it. Uh, in the USA, you've got prices starting at around about twelve forty or around that that area, Mm -hmm. uh, to ski seven nights accommodation. Again, lift passes, transfers to and from the resort. Uh, They range depending on which area. You know, you can uh, ski Mammoth or Park City. Uh, So there's deals to be had there. Just have a shop around and it's a good time. Some of these deals are running out on the 15th of August. So if you're a skier and thinking of going to... A I ski area, a ski <laughs> area, yeah, yeah. Check it out now. Now the South Pacific has uh, some good deals around as well, and um, with uh, that, the South Pacific's one of those laid-back holiday destinations. So, you've got Tahiti, where you can get flights, accommodation, and breakfast for under two seven. Uh, or you can come closer to home and in Fiji uh, we've got a package which uh, includes airfare accommodation, all meals, and also a sunset cruise and snorkeling trip for under two thousand so, dollars and
0: uh, certainly at this time of year, while we've got plenty of sunshine around, it's nice to be thinking warmth isn't it
1: it It certainly is well. The water's always a little bit cold, and at least there you'll get warm water. So, look at the South Pacific again. The Cook Islands has deals on at the moment as well. And finally, Jane, uh, in New Zealand, there's uh, some tours that are running which are just for solo travellers, and that is something that's well worth do- uh, you know well worth doing. It's a 16 day. It's an opportunity to make new friends and also um
0: just have a good time yeah yeah,
1: just generally have a good time seeing sightseeing
0: And a lovely country to visit too (laughs) well that's the hot deals for today and uh, well that's some of them anyway i'm sure there are plenty thank you very much barry warwick